You are listening to a message from Redemption Community Church, a life-giving church in Westchester County, New York. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or follow our messages online at redemptioncommunitychurch.org. Thanks for listening and enjoy the message. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope you're having a great morning celebrating with family, friends, however you're celebrating today. Man, what a great couple of days we've had together celebrating with Christmas at Redemption and Christmas Eve last night. And I'm so glad that we can be online together as a church family for just a few minutes today. And I just want to share a brief message of encouragement with you today. Before I do that, I want to first of all thank all of you who have already given in our Christmas offering. Thank you so much for your generosity. And for those of you who haven't had a chance to give yet, I want to remind you that it's not too late to give. You can go to redemptioncommunitychurch.org slash Christmas and read about all of the projects there. Uh, we're going to be uh, giving to our building fund. We're going to be funding all of our community outreach this year. We're going to be helping bring relief to the people of Ukraine. Literally, we're getting supplies to the front lines to newly liberated cities where it's desperately needed. And then finally, we're partnering with a great organization called uh, Destiny Rescue that's helping rescue children from exploitation and trafficking around the world. What a great opportunity we have, church, to make an impact in the lives of people. So the ways to give are on the screen. Thank you so much for your generosity. Just to remind you that all of your giving is tax deductible, so get those donations in before the year end. Well, we have a tradition in our family. Every year we read the Christmas story from Luke chapter 2 before we open our Christmas gifts, and I want to invite you to make that one of your family traditions. It's a great way just to remember Jesus and to invite God into your family Christmas celebration. And today I want to just focus on one scripture that stood out to me this year as I read through the Christmas story from Luke chapter 2. So Luke tells us that Mary and Joseph, they go to Bethlehem to register for this census. And while they're there, uh, Mary gives birth to, to Jesus. And we know that close by in the fields, there are some shepherds and the angels appear to them and tell them they announce this good news of the birth of the Savior of Jesus and invite them to go to Bethlehem and experience it for themselves. And so they go to Bethlehem and they find Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus, and they're there. They're part of the celebration. In the midst of all of it, there's one verse that caught my attention that I want to point out to you today. It's Luke chapter 2, verse 19. Here's what it says. It says, but Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. In the midst of the flurry of events surrounding the birth of Jesus, Luke tells us that Mary took time to just stop to take it all in and to treasure it, to ponder all that God was doing in her heart. And can I just suggest to you that we do the same thing today, that we do the same thing in this, this Christmas season? I want to just give you two things today, two things that we can learn from Mary's example that very first Christmas. These are, these are simple things that you and me that we can do to fully experience the goodness of God today on Christmas and over these next few days. Two things. Here's the first one. Number one, I want to encourage you to treasure the blessings of God. Treasure the blessings of God in your life. Luke tells us that Mary treasured up all these things. She treasured all that God was doing in her life. She treasured the people around her. She treasured Joseph and the baby Jesus. And I believe even the, the shepherds who came to, to be a part of the celebration that day, she treasured the moment. Today, on Christmas Day, 
I want to encourage you to take a moment and to treasure up all of these things in the midst of your celebration. What are we going to treasure? Well, first of all, treasure the gift of God's love. John 3.16, most famous scripture in the Bible. We all know it. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And I know we hear about God's love quite often, especially this time of year. But let me just encourage you to treasure it. Get this this morning. Think about this. There's nothing that you can do to make God love you anymore. There's nothing that you can do to make him love you any less. Like there's nothing you have to do to earn the gift of God's love. It comes to us as a gift. Speaking of gifts, treasure the gift of Jesus. This is Christmas. This is the time of year when we celebrate the fact that he's Emmanuel. He's God with us. The presence of God is truly the greatest gift we have in our lives. My dad used to say something quite often when we were kids. He used to say, we're the richest people in town. And here's the truth. We didn't have a lot of money compared to a lot of people, but we had the presence of God in our lives. We had a sense of the presence of God in our home and and in our family. And let me just tell you, you can't put a price tag on the gift of God's presence in in your life, in your marriage, if you're married, in your family, if if you have kids or if you're celebrating with family today, you can't put a price tag on the presence of God in your life. And I encourage you to treasure the time spent with family and friends. A few years ago, I went to the Holy Land and it really helped me reframe uh, the Christmas story because I learned some things that really changed my, my perspective on Christmas and the Christmas story. So, you know, traditionally when we think about the nativity scene, we think about Mary and Joseph out in some barn because there's no room for them in the inn in some hotel room. But what scholars tell us is that Jesus was most likely born in in a home, on the lower level of a home. You see, back then, people brought their farm animals in at night, and people often slept in a top room, an upper room in their home. And so what scholars tell us is most likely Jesus was born in the lower level of a family home because there was no room for them in the upper level, most likely because there were so many family members in town to register for the census in Bethlehem. And so what a beautiful thing to realize that Jesus was most likely born surrounded by family, surrounded by Joseph's family. That just comforts me to know that Mary and Joseph probably weren't all alone, isolated by themselves. The very first Christmas was celebrated with family. So can I encourage you, be fully present. Soak it up. If you're a parent, be available to your kids. Make some memories that you can treasure in your heart for, for a lifetime. And to all of you adults today, can I just give you permission be a kid. Celebrate. Have a good time. Do something fun. Enjoy the gift of just being God's child today. Enjoy the love of your heavenly Father. Treasure the blessings of God in your life. Many of you, you've opened some beautiful Christmas presents today or maybe last night at Christmas Eve, and those presents are a really good reminder that we have a lot to be thankful for uh, in our material blessings. Uh, wherever you're, whatever your financial situation is this year, we, we have so much to be thankful for compared to most people in the world. Treasure the blessings of, of family. And for me, my, my family and my church family are right at the top of my list of things that I'm thankful for. Treasure the spiritual blessings of God in your life. And then here's the second thing that we can do. The second thing we learn from Mary's example, and that is that we can ponder the possibilities. Ponder the possibilities. Look at Luke 2.19 again. It says, but Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. Now, we have an advantage when it comes to reading the Christmas story because we know how it unfolds. 
We know who Jesus will grow up to be. We know that Jesus grows up and we know about his life and his ministry and his teaching and his preaching and his miracles, how he healed people, how he set people free. We have the advantage of, of knowing that because we've read the Gospels. But Mary didn't fully understand everything that was happening that very first Christmas. In fact, uh, what we see painted in, in, the, in the picture of the Gospels is that Mary didn't fully understand all that this child would grow up to be. She didn't yet understand all of God's unfolding plan for the life of Jesus and for her own life, for, for that matter. Yet she pondered the possibilities. She, she was open to God's unfolding plan. As we look forward to the new year ahead of us, let's ponder the possibilities of a good God at work in our lives. I know you may be facing some uncertainties. Even on this Christmas day, there may be some uncertainties in the back of your mind, uncertainties about your finances, uncertainties about your health, uncertainties about a relationship, or uncertainties about the future. But here's something we can be certain about. God is good. God loves us, and God is for you. He's for us. Speaking of pondering, let me just leave you with this final scripture from the Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Here's what he said. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Do you have some prayer requests? Are you trusting God for something in your life? Have you been thinking about something that you need God to do in your life? Church, I have good news for you. He's able to do immeasurably more than all you could ask or imagine. Whatever that solution is that you have in mind, God is able to do immeasurably more than whatever you can think of, whatever you can come up with, whatever angle you're, you're taking today and believing God to work in your life. He's the God of infinite possibilities. He's able to do immeasurably more than you could ask or imagine. And so today, in the midst of your celebrations and your plans and your travels, can I just encourage you to take a moment to take it all in. Take a moment to treasure the blessings of God in your heart, in, in your life, and then take a moment to ponder the possibilities of a good God at work in your life. To Him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. From my family to yours, I'm wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a blessed New Year. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you'd like to connect with us or learn more about our church, please visit us online at redemptioncommunitychurch.org. We hope you can listen or join us next week.